pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. And good afternoon on this very hot Monday. My goodness, it's Monday. It is June 7th. Right now, it is 1206 in the afternoon and it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. I want to welcome in everyone tuning in. We also do the uh, live stream on Facebook Live. Folks, please click the like button, share that you're watching. We have a very special guest. Nicole Solis is going to join us uh, coming up in just a moment. Again, remember, it's AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. This portion of the program Folks, they were at Islands Dunwood Garden Center. They are off to a great start this season. And it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Take a ride. I was there yesterday. It looks just beautiful. What a selection they have. Hibiscus bushes, assorted colors, mandevillas, annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs, mulch stone. Don't forget, Father's Day is coming up. You can always get a gift certificate. They're located right off of Route 4. And they have a great Facebook page. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Shop local. Folks, there's great local business. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. So we're going to talk to Nicole coming up uh, in, in just a moment. And folks, she is... Um, the mom that Nicole Solace that basically lives in South Kingstown and the story that really rocketed was it has to do with critical race theory and it is certainly something that people want to learn more about and they're trying to figure out you know what exactly is involved here and she's going to have a um, her daughter's going to be you know possibly attending kindergarten there but she lives in the community she has every right you know this is a it, this is a um, a misnomer that somehow, you know, one of the talking points of certain people that are either with the school committee, with the union, with the progressives. Uh, South Kingstown, by the way, has really become a big uh, progressive hub, big leftist, woke type community. A lot of people don't realize that. But one of their talking points is she doesn't even have a child in the school. Folks, no matter where you live, you pay taxes. These are public schools. The only way they function is by you paying taxes. If even if you didn't, even let's say you have no children, if you say, you know, I'm curious, what type of math are they teaching? <coughs> What's the uh, requirements for you? Have the right, and never mind someone who's saying, you know, I'm a I'm a young mom in the community. I'd like to find out a little bit more about it. But I'll walk through with Nicole. What really kicked this thing in action was the fact that they. They threaten to, you know, folks, a lot of times, you know, you reach out and their attitude is to blow you off and not answer any questions. And especially when it comes to the kind of a school atmosphere where they're used to just dealing with the students and you're going to do as you're told or blah, blah, blah. And so when someone says, well, excuse me, I'd, I'd like to get some solid answers, especially now with critical race theory. Um, and then their reaction is to try to make an example out of you and threaten you and say, well, we may sue you. This is being done not to elicit more information, not to be transparent. This is done to make an example out of someone. And that's what's been going on. Now, folks, also at the same time, if you want the latest 
on the arson investigation. We have a bombshell story on the website, dipetro.com. And don't forget, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Stop in and see them, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. They're open seven days a week. They open at noon and then uh, noon and bar, noon to 10 o'clock, full menu available. They're waiting for you. And you link right through at the website, dipetro.com. Listen, it goes a lot more than beyond. And in Virginia, now again, we're going to talk to Nicole coming up in just a moment. And I'm not going to get into too much uh, the embarrassing interview that she had to go through last Friday. Um, I, I don't want to say too much once she's on because I want to hear from her and hear uh, just what she's uncovered that deserves some answers. But the fact that, you know, you think you're going to do an interview and you don't realize you're with someone who's doing the bidding for the union for the school committee and who's so parochial and myopic of I've never heard of this and how did you get on Fox and I mean just absolutely embarrassing but in the same interview the person tipped their hand well I've been friendly with someone who teaches there for 30 years and blah 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 and then you try to make it about oh well it's my show and I ask, well if, whenever you have to there's a thing in the business if you have to fall into it's my show that's kind of like someone in the workplace that has to say well I want to remind you I'm the boss so it doesn't matter if it's whose show it is it's why are these questions appropriate to try to berate someone or come up with well this is a right-wing conspiracy i don't it wouldn't matter it has to do with the issue the issue that they kicked it into gear by singling out this mother by asking questions you tell her well this is the way you have to do it you have to submit your questions through this and then they start to do that and then you say well we we don't you weren't supposed to do that you were supposed to be discouraged from doing that (coughs) folks we have a right you have a right i see right now you know there's a headline virginia parents they want this is going on all over the country and i can already see some of the union people show me where this is being taught well it's being integrated And there are people, you know, sometimes things pass and people aren't fully up to speed on them. But the fact of the matter is, and let me also, before we have Nicole on, let me just go a step further, folks, to show you how dysfunctional this whole thing is. This is the South Kingstown School Committee. Okay, why do we even have school? You know why we have school committees is so the unions can manipulate the school committee separate from the town councils. You don't even need school committees. This should be a school committee should be a division of the town council. It should just be another uh, topic education barrier they have. The whole reason we have school committees is the union came up with that. So instead of trying to manipulate the entire town council, they just manipulate the school committee. And one of the best examples of that is in Cranston where the former mayor, Mike Traficani, he was the former mayor who went to work for the laborers and then boom, he runs and he takes over the school committee. And all it is is budgeting for the teachers. They shouldn't even be school committees. It should just be part of under the umbrella of town council or city council or whatever it is. But if you're going to introduce something into the classroom, parents and the community have a right to question where is this coming from? You don't get that. The charter schools bend over backwards. The private schools bend over backwards trying to help you. There is still this attitude of we're a monopoly. We don't answer to you. And then so when they get someone who's new, who says, well, wait a minute. Why is this being done? Or how is it being taught? Or what are your sources for this? Or how is this implemented? 
and age appropriateness. You know, there's countless stories in the news where you see teachers, <coughs> excuse me, teachers who introduce something that's not appropriate, that's not age appropriate. That tell, you know, sometimes, especially when there's a new topic, something somewhat relatively new in the news, there's a lot of mistakes that are made. Sometimes teachers, in defense of them, they don't get the proper guidance they're supposed to get. Sometimes it's left as a judgment call. But it is perfectly reasonable for a parent to say, you know, I have some questions about this. But instead of inviting the parent in, sure, we'd be happy to answer your questions. You know, if, if after a half hour there's still more questions, then, then maybe we need to reschedule for another time. Here's the school. We'd love you to send your child here. But again, when you have a monopoly, that kind of evaporates. And when you put someone's name on the agenda for all to see, they're the ones that kick-started the story. They're the ones that put this into overdrive. How, un- it's, when, how unusual is it that a school committee puts a parent's name on the agenda? We're trying to decide whether or not we're going to take legal action against that person. You are basically making that person a pariah. You're making life difficult for them, for their children, for their family. Uh, that's news. What is news? News are things that are done that are, you know, out of the ordinary. So that's what what news is. And so when someone ventures off of that and then actually goes to the they they could have said, we'd like to meet with this person. We'd like to say, you know, a lot of your demands can't whatever it is. All right, folks, joining us. Joining us right now is from South Kingstown, and it is uh, her, the, the mom that is known, Nicole Salas. Nicole, good afternoon, and thank you for joining us on the John DePietro Show. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. First of all, I want to applaud you for getting involved, for saying, you know, I want to be part of the community. I have children. I'd like to know what's involved here. A lot of people go along to get along, but number one, you should feel good about, you know what, I want to be involved. I want to be those one of the parents, one of the people in the community that are basically involved and in not just on the sidelines. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I hope more parents will get involved too, either by going to school committee meetings, reading up on their policies that are posted online about their schools, and asking more questions so that way they, they know what's going on and um, you know, it's also important to ask your kids when they come home, what are they learning? But really getting involved directly with your school leadership is what is going to make a difference. Nicole, critical race theory, it's new. Uh, it's one of those things that's still kind of evolving. People hear about it. Uh, people, that, I was just saying, people, if you pay attention, many times when there's something new that hits the news, there's always stories that maybe teachers aren't given proper guidance. Maybe people have different interpretations of things. So this is new where they kind of want to change the nature and the way that our history is being taught. And, and it is new that they want to introduce racism as a form of, um, you know, education inside the classroom. Yeah, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about what critical race theory really is. And my understanding of it is, is that it focuses on race as the driving force in everything in society. And um, in practice, it it then gets to school children in these, these uh, harmful practices. Um, it makes race the center of all analysis in society. And so it then forces children to focus on race including their own race and skin color and the skin color and race of their schoolmates 
And then it divides people into different categories or levels of either oppressor or oppressed based on your skin color. And as it's practiced in many places, it can segregate students by skin color. It race shames students who are classified as white and it then seeks to hold them emotionally responsible for past wrongs, which they as innocent children had nothing to do with. And most importantly, it, it only perpetuates racial conflict. Um, so you start with this academic premise that race is the key to everything. Um, and then you actually end up only perpetuating more, more racism from that. You know, uh, and not only that, as I was saying, you know, many times in schools, let's face it, um, teachers try to have their own spin on things or make it creative. And especially when there's something new like this, um, I, I don't want to say uncharted territory, but it's a little bit because it can spiral out. And, you know, you have different examples. I remember being in like fifth grade or sixth grade and the teacher wanted to put a different spin on, you know, the American Revolution. So she wanted to hang, kind of act out a play and, and that type of so teachers are always looking for a different way to kind of do it or make kids understand. And, and the problem with that, Nicole, is anyone that follows the news. I mean, there's always now stories of teachers that decide they're going to come up with a different way and have the kids in, you know, fourth grade uh, reenact the George Floyd situation in Minneapolis and then discuss it. And like these things can really spiral out. We certainly hear it with sex education. But so when you're just trying to get basic information, I'm thinking in a perfect world, you A, get the answers you're looking for. And number two, you're welcome to be brought in, take a tour, like, you know, hey, we want you to be part of the community. Come on in and let's see if we can answer any questions you have. Yeah, and I think that parental involvement is really key. Um, I, I, I want transparency. So if teachers want to take a new spin on teaching very important parts of history, uh, maybe it's important to let parents know what your ideas are. Um Having a tour, seeing the curriculum, I think those are all really basic ways that a school can be transparent with a parent. Um, I don't think it's unreasonable to ask, and I think a lot of parents need to ask that, too. And you know what else, Nicole? There's also an element of age appropriateness. So, for instance, you know, you stumbled into what I don't know stumbled into is the right word. But you found out that already in South Kingstown that they're talking, you know, everything's now or they're trying to make it non-gender. Uh, you don't say boys. You don't say girls. I saw the thing of let's talk about the first Thanksgiving and what could be done differently. Well, you know, like everything, a lot of that stuff, it may sound that oh well that that's reasonable but then you wonder about age appropriateness and how it can be interpreted how it can be confusing to children we've heard teachers around the country they make the white students stand up and apologize to all the minority students in the classroom there is definitely an agenda going on of people of you know and and a lot of times it's actually people that are white that are obsessed with this you know the white privilege and we need to amend for what's happened in the past and and the fact is if that's a public school parents like yourself have a right 
to find out how is this going to be implemented? How is it going to be taught? Uh, different grade levels, there's different discussions. To me, these are all very reasonable questions that you have. Yes, yes. And, you know, the examples of race shaming that you had, they're outrageous. Um, when it comes to how my school that I contacted doesn't use um, gender terminology, that they embed ideals of gender identity into the curriculum, I want to know exactly how that happens. And I think parents are really at a loss because a school may say, well, we don't formally adopt CRT in the curriculum or we don't you know, have it as a part of the curriculum. And that's, that's told to you as a way to, it's a false sense of security because if it's not formally in the curriculum and they're not being transparent about it, it only serves to obfuscate what is really happening in the classroom. So for me, it's not good enough to hear that, well, we include elements of this theory somehow in lessons. I wanna know exactly how it's included um, because parents have a right to opt out of objectionable material. But if we don't know what that material is, we're not going to be able to exercise our rights to opt out. Yep. Um, and you know, I don't know why if all of these CRT concepts and gender theory concepts, if they're, if they're being presented as things that are actually very good to learn for kids, well then why isn't it transparent? Why are we, why, why is a school hiding it? Um, so it's, it's very frustrating I think for a parent to be in that position, which is why I started submitting my public records requests at the direction of the school. And I think that if parents are not getting answers from the people that they're talking to or emailing or calling, then this is really a way to compel answers to those difficult questions. And I want people to understand, uh, you know, Nicole, like everyone that's listening, whether you're in Rhode Island, anywhere in the country, you have a right to get answers. Nicole was being blown off. They just didn't feel like answering it. They didn't invite her in, as I said, to have a discussion about it. They told her, no, just fill what's called an APRA request. And people in the media have to fill them all the time to get public records. And as Nicole was doing exactly what they, that was the uh, the, the, the method that they wanted. That was the mechanism. They said, this is what you use to try to get your answers. It was based on that, Nicole. And the part that I want to hear about is your reaction when you heard they're the ones that made it public. It's not like they're the ones decided to put your name on the agenda for the school committee to meet last Wednesday, potential legal action. Now, again, that is like so beyond the pale. You're a private citizen. Uh, I would imagine this was done without warning. They didn't even follow through with it, which is even worse in some way. But that is, to me, the most damaging thing about it is you single out an individual, private citizen, and basically say, we're going to make an example out of this person and put it on public notice. We're going to discuss whether or not we're going to take legal action against her. Yeah, that that was shocking to me. When I saw that on the agenda, um, I immediately felt like they were retaliating against me. And, you know, I just also want to emphasize that I I was told to submit a lot of my questions, to submit my questions, specifically because I had so many. Um, I was told that due to the scope of my questions to submit public records requests. So 
you know, now I'm put on this agenda because I had a very big scope of questions. I had a lot and now I'm being retaliated against. Um, I think there were a lot of better ways that that could have been handled if, if it was overwhelming to them. I didn't have any idea that it was overwhelming because I was in constant contact with the school by submitting requests, getting responses back either with responsive documents or with estimates on how much it would cost me to purchase responsive documents. And then out of the blue, I'm, I'm on this agenda. It's my first and last name. And um, I don't, I've never seen that before. I think that when the school committee, um, I, I think they could have not put my name on the agenda, but still maybe had some kind of public meeting to discuss this. Yes. So that, yeah. That really felt like a deliberate retaliation against me. It was. And Nicole, I am curious, as you were getting more information, again, folks, we're speaking with South Kingstown mom, Nicole Solis, who was merely trying to get more information about South Kingstown. Her daughter's going to be entering kindergarten next year. They certainly didn't like it. They resented it. They made her the focal point. Um, were you getting, like, what, what did you find through the request? Were you finding, do they have solid foundation of critical race theory were they able to explain it were they able to back it up were you getting some like what did you find through your requests well i didn't see it in the in the curriculum but based on what the principal told me they they do i knew or i at least suspected that it was being taught yep i also saw on the school's official facebook page that they had um taught a book that was either written by or co-written by Jason Reynolds, who um, was a co-writer with Ibram Kendi. Yep. Um, and another book. So um, I, I also, you know, so really on their Facebook page is where I was getting a lot of information about how this is creeping into the curriculum. Hmm. Um, so I am still waiting on getting responsive documents to my APRA request. Um, which I paid over $300 oh, to get. my God. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's difficult to be trying to get this information and then facing this uh, amount of money that I have to pay. Originally, when I had asked for the emails of a school committee member, the estimate came back as around $9,700. Oh, my which, God. Yeah, which, which no one can afford. No, that's you know? ludicrous. Come on. Right, and, wow. and I felt like I, I had to sort of uncover anything I could to understand how this is creeping into the curriculum. Um, I can, I, I know that the school committee is reviewing an, uh, a policy, like they have, they're reviewing a hiring policy, which calls for explicit racial quotas in the, in the hiring oh. of, of people in the South Kingstown school district. So, wow. yeah. And as we know, that's illegal. Um, that is definitely not part of the traditional civil rights um, movement to be hiring people specifically based on race. And again, this this policy is uh, under review, and I guess we'll have to wait and see what they do with it. Yeah, what predates you is, and you probably know this, but one member of the school committee, I mean, it's a complete conflict of interest. The person is paid as a full-time person by the union, and they also sit at the school committee. I mean, it, that should not go on, but the voters elected that person. Um, but that also just also shows, 
you know, that just, I mean, it's, it's a little broken to begin with. But, Nicole, I want to touch on one of the comments that one of the people that got up, and again, folks, we speak with South Kingstown mom, Nicole Solis, who um, got up, and, and it's such a simplistic way that they try to argue, and that is, well, if, you, if you're against teaching against anti-racism, that makes you a racist. That is absolutely absurd. The fact that that's met with applause and, you know, that is like the old guys of when did you stop beating your wife? That That is nothing to do with the, the matter, what we're talking about. But look at the way that that's framed for someone that really doesn't know the elements of the issue. And that is, oh, well, if you're against this, that means you're a racist. It was shocking yeah. to have that statement be made by a school committee member, and I think it was the state. I think it was. I think it was supposed to be the statement of the entire school committee. I'm wow. Sure. Um, and you know, we started out this meeting as sort of a procedural issue of okay, there's over 160 APRA requests, and then it quickly. I mean, right at the top of the meeting, turned into this. Uh, retaliation against me with that statement and that's, that's really exactly the retaliation that, that parents fear when they come out like this uh, just for asking questions just for wanting to know what's going on with the curriculum and what their kids are learning so yeah. you know that that statement should be retracted yes um, I, I definitely deserve an apology for that statement um, and as I said before in previous interviews, that that should cause the, the chair of the school committee to resign. I completely agree with you. And you know what else, though? There is a pattern of, and you see it, where, for instance, you know, years ago, when, when people were deciding to do homeschooling, uh, they were immediately portrayed by those on the left or the teachers unions or just some of their allies that they were odd. And that they were like right-wing religious kooks. Uh, the name-calling and the framing that goes on, it's just, uh, it's really terrible and it's, it's abhorrent. But that's all part of it. That if someone questions it, their method of striking back is, let's label them. That they're some kind of like a right-wing, you know, nut. Like you really also see it with the, the people that are pro-life. They're then portrayed as they're, they, you know, they're odd, they're unusual. You don't want to be associated with them. They're this unusual group that are stuck in the past. Um, what has the reaction been? How has your life changed in the past week? Oh, my gosh. Um, I've been getting overwhelming messages of support from parents in in my town, in my state. Good. All, all over the country. Good. Um, people are trying to get in touch with me directly or through other people. Um, the messages of support are so helpful because I know that I face a lot of backlash. So every time I get another message, I sort of breathe a sigh of relief. Um, I've also had people asking to donate to uh, me. Wow, good. Yeah, um, I mean, people for, I had someone call me, left a voicemail from Arizona, um, I think in Massachusetts. So I had someone um, tell me the night before the school committee meeting in Palm Beach that they were going to sign on and watch the school committee meeting from Palm Beach. Oh, wow, that's never been done before. That was so moving, I just, 
you know, the school committee meeting was, I think, almost five hours. So that that's really that was a really fun thing to me that someone actually took the time to tell me that they were going to do that. Um, so I, I think that it's obvious that there's that there are a lot of parents that are fighting this, and um, we need more and more parents to come out and fight this too because. The more of us that ask questions and the more of us that, that challenge these really divisive concepts being taught will make a difference because they retaliated against me. It looked like I was just one person. Yep. It's really hard to retaliate against a hundred parents instead of just one to retaliate against 1,000, you know? So the more parents that come out against this, again, the harder it's going to be for a school to retaliate against the person. And instead, they will have to look at the problem and not focus so much on the people that are that are asking these questions. Folks, again, we're speaking with South Kingstown mom, Nicole Solis. And something else that, you know, Nicole, what I like is you've drawn awareness and there are people that maybe in the past, they, they haven't paid attention or attended a school committee meeting and they realize they should, but they may be a little reticent to do it. But what people need to understand is many times, you know, when that door closes in the classroom and your child is in that classroom and in the system for the next hour, and that is five days a week. They, the power that is being taught, the person at the head of the classroom, people have a right to know exactly what instruction is going to be taught that way. They're framing, you know, they're framing young minds. Um, I don't want to get off track here, but anyone that paid attention to a lot of the violent protests last summer, you know, just locally in Providence, there was the Columbus, Christopher Columbus statue was vandalized. And what a lot of people didn't pick up on was the, the person that was arrested for vandalizing it was a history teacher from Pawtucket. So my question is, well, you know, what do they think is being taught in that classroom when you have a public school teacher being arrested? Parents, grandparents have every right to say how are certain events being taught? How is this being presented? Uh, we're not talking about someone deciding the new math. These are, this is history that they're trying to rewrite. Yeah, you're right. Parents have a right to ask. They're entitled to answer. And I would also like to expand that to even people that are not parents. Yes. You're a taxpayer. Yep. Your money is paying for these lessons to happen. And I know that I've also had people reach out to me and say that, oh, you know, they say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not a parent. I don't have a kid in the system. Well, your money is in the system. That's right. And I, and I, I think a great response to that, which, you know, I can't emphasize enough that that shouldn't even be a response to someone, but a great response to that is, well, if, um, if my voice isn't important because I don't have kids in the system, then give me my money back. Yes. Paying into that system. So as long as you're paying for your public school, you have a right to go to the school committee meetings and ask your questions, get your answers. Folks, again, we're speaking with Nicole Solis, the mom from South Kingstown, who, um, you know, Nicole, again, I, I just I feel awful for you, for your family. They're the ones that inflame this. They're the ones that put your name in the agenda. They're the ones, make no mistake about it, trying to single you out, um, almost like make an example 
out of you. And But you are seeing, for instance, I saw this morning on Fox, parents in Virginia are fighting back on critical race theory. Um, th- this is new territory. This is a time for people to be engaged, be vocal. Uh, th- this People have a right to know how the events of 2021 are now going to be presented to young children in the classroom. This is no longer people talking about, you know, liberal college campuses. This is kindergarten. This is first grade and up that they're starting to integrate the whole thing of, oh, no, no, there's no boys and girls. There's no gender. And I the whole thing of what would they do differently at the first Thanksgiving? I mean, to me, that is like the tip of the iceberg of where all this is leading. Yeah, you know, that question in particular bothered me because uh, a five-year-old does not have a comprehensive understanding of history. I remember learning about Thanksgiving as a kid, and I would have no idea how to respond to a question like that at five years old. I I don't even know if I could respond to that right now, um, simply because I I don't know how things could have been done differently, and um, it's not fair to ask a child that. And if it's starting in kindergarten, then I think it's important to know what's going on in every grade level at your school. And, Nicole, I also, um, I'm just curious, I, I think I read or heard that the uh, when you were trying to get the same type of information from, a, I think it was like a charter school, boom, five minutes, sure, come in for for uh you know if you want to go on a tour we'll tell you exactly what the curriculum is with with this also really stood out to me was the fact that this was the south kingstown school system school committee they're the ones that were and the way i interpret it they were basically blowing you off hoping you would just go away which a lot of people do but um but you you found a completely different response when you were trying to get answers elsewhere Right. The the two charter schools that are in South Kingstown have their curriculum on the website. It's right there. You can click on it. It says curriculum. Um, it was easy to get a tour of another school. Scheduled it right there when I called. I, I don't know what the intentions are when, you know, I couldn't get this information. I just knew that it was um, concerning. So here we are. <laughs> You know, I just have another quick, I, I'm curious, in, in the, um, let's say, kindergarten or first grade, South Kingstown, do they even have a boys' room anymore, boys' lavatory, girls' room, or is everything just, you know, g- gender neutral? Oh, I can't speak to that. Okay. I mean, I haven't had a, I haven't had a tour. So, okay. Um, I don't know. And And what about, I mean, and maybe you don't know, but, you know, just in, in gym class, uh, is everybody all together or do they, you know, I remember they'd separate the boys over here. There are boys teams. There are girls teams. Um, listen, whether people like it or not, uh, you know, men are stronger. doesn't mean better. Just mean they're built differently. Uh, they can run faster. That's why in the Olympics they have, you know, the men's race and then the women's race. And same thing with swimming. I know some people want to teach I think there's a difference between it doesn't mean a male is better, but I don't think you do the children a service if you you continue this this whole down this course of no, there's no difference. Everybody's the same. That's 
that's just not the case. That's not true. That's why, and I'd say the Olympics, you have the men, if you took the top woman sprinter in the world and put her in with the top 10 men sprinters, she would finish dead last. I mean, these are, this is just basic genetics. That's how humans are. There's a difference between trying to inclusiveness and equality, and it's like they're trying to defy nature. Yeah, so you're you're touching upon the controversy of gender identity um, and, you know, how that starts to be taught to kids in school. I know that at, in South Kingstown School District, um, in terms of gender identity, they have a, a an active policy that was adopted, I think, in 2017 that allows school, it allows the school to assist in a student's gender transition without the consent or notification of a parent. Oh, my God. If the, if the school finds that um, it's not safe to involve the parent. That is outrageous <clears throat> to me. Wow. Um, you know, I think, I mean, I think I'm not sure. I think you have to get consent from a parent to give a, a child aspirin. So to think that a school could decide that they will help your your child assist in a gender transition without telling you is really outrageous to me. Um, I did bring that policy to the attention of the school committee, and they said that they would review it, and I have to follow up on that. I don't know if you caught, and I won't keep you much longer, but folks, we're speaking with South Kingstown mom, Nicole Salas. If you caught the 60 Minutes piece with Leslie Stahl, which she caught a lot of flack for, by the way, as did 60 Minutes. But they had this young guy who he, you know, was kind of depressed and felt bullied. And then someone said, well, you'd probably be happier as a female. So he's like, okay. So after two meetings, they removed his testicles and he said he went from being depressed to suicidal and couldn't believe just how fast the whole thing you know went from zero to 60 and that's what people you know you're exactly right you can't give a child aspirin but without the parent consent they they start to teach these kids the reason you're being bullied is because you're you're you know you should have been born a girl or you should have been born a boy and kids are you know, they're, they're very influential and they're at a very tender age and they, they go along with this and then they find that their their life has spiraled out of control, that that's, that's not what was wrong. But, boy, that is, um, and again, I don't want to go too far off on that. Did you see the 60 Minutes piece with Leslie Stahl that I'm referring to? I have seen clips of it. Okay, You're yeah. But people need to understand that could be going on in the classroom. By by the way, Nicole, before I let you go, you were terrific on Fox and Friends. You were great on Tucker. People don't realize uh, that is not easy to do. She can't see them. She's just listening to them through the earpiece. Sometimes it can be a delay. You handled it with poise. Uh, You got your story across very, very effectively. You should feel great about that. And you have really sparked a conversation that is so important. So I commend you. I I commend your very supportive spouse and your family. And so uh, anything else you want to leave with us or any words of encouragement to other parents that are out there that maybe are feeling the same thing? Thanks, John. Yeah, I just want to, again, encourage parents to ask your questions and submit your public records request if you feel like your questions are not being answered in a meaningful way. Um, Parent involvement is, is vital to our kids, and it's 
worth the risk of retaliation to protect our kids. Folks, she is Nicole. So, Nicole, again, great job. Great to talk to you, and I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. All right, folks, there she is. And, uh, and again, I want to uh, just reset. Good afternoon, everybody. Went a little long with that, but you're listening to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Um, I'm not going to get into too much. She got attacked by, uh, I don't know even how to describe it, someone who's just like a, a union hack, a provincial individual. This is a mother. That school committee should be ashamed of themselves. The people in that community should be ashamed of themselves. And for the other side to try to paint this picture that she's part of a vast right-wing conspiracy and she's you're part of a secret group and a secret organization and she doesn't even have a child in the school yet and folks none of that stuff matters wherever you're listening or watching good afternoon everybody on uh, facebook live the, this is um i mean that is broken what is going on down in south kingstown number one the fact that the head, the person on the school committee is is actually a paid union organizer is a conflict in itself. But to single out a private individual in that way and try to make an example out of her, and that's what was going on, which was basically how dare you ask questions and we're the teachers and we're running things and we're the school committee. Uh, I also, as I said, Note that they didn't follow through with it. I hope Nicole takes legal action against them. I don't know the law, and I'm sure. Uh, but to me, that is very defamatory what they did. That is character assassination. That is done by design in order to make an example out of her and try to discourage other people from uh, who next? Who else wants to raise the hand and ask us some questions? Folks, right now at 1246 on this Monday, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, residential, commercial, seal coating patios. J. Perry Paving. Call them today for a free quote. 401-732-1730. Maybe it's your driveway. Maybe it's a parking lot. Maybe it's your patio. J. Perry Paving, and it's letter J, J. Perry Paving, 732-1730, 401-732-1730, online, and also you can find them on Facebook. The benefits of asphalt paving, new paving project, cracked driveway, affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, J. Perry Paving. Call them today. I, I feel um, I feel terrible for Nicole, and I normally don't comment. I don't. Or post interviews from from other radio shows. As a matter of fact, I've never even done that before. But somehow I missed that. I did post it on the Facebook page. That Granahan interview from Friday. The fact that the station, my old station, would even post that. That is embarrassing. That is uncomfortable. Uh, Ten minutes demanding. How did you get on Fox and Friends? The same way. I, I saw your posting on Facebook or I saw your thing on Twitter and then you booked them on the show. That's what happened. What, what kicked this into action, just so we're clear, was the South Kingstown School Committee screwed up. They shouldn't have put her name in the agenda. If they didn't like all these requests they were getting, they could have handled it behind the scenes. They could have dealt with it. Even Nicole said they could have just said we're going to deal with this business of people requesting information. But when you single someone out, a private citizen, and you want to demand answers of, of 
that individual. You're the one that then that crossed the line. And notice on Wednesday, you know, they backed off and said, well, we're not going to take legal action against her. Um, You know, again, because there was a focus on it. Suddenly, then they back down. But this talking point of, you know, she's not even have a child in school. Nicole's exactly right. If you're listening to me right now, you've never had children or your children are grown. You pay taxes. You have a right to say what is being taught in the classrooms where I pay taxes, whether they like it or not. Folks, this portion of the program, now listen, if you're hot on this Monday, and it is hot out, but it's going to cool down, it's going to be nice the rest of the week, call R.E. Coogan Heating today at 732-6562, 732-6562, R.E. Coogan and Heating. You can also uh, look for them on Facebook. As Coogie says, helpful, trustworthy, reliable plumbing, heating, and cooling. Let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Now, on this Monday... Maybe your cooling system is not working effectively. Call R.E. Coogan and Heating, or maybe you'd like to explore Central Air. Give them a call, 732-6562, 732-6562 for R.E. Coogan and Heating. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Right now, it's 1250. Remember, we go until 2 o'clock on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. I, I just, I am... Um, I was actually stunned. Someone brought my attention to the interview that Granahan did, Tara Granahan did yesterday. Uh, I, I didn't know. It happened on Friday. I, I just didn't hear about it. Maybe I was checked out for the weekend. But it is it is just one of the most embarrassing interviews I've ever I've ever heard. And it's someone who talked about parochial. Well, I've never heard of that. Why wasn't this on Channel 6? Uh, you have a failed TV reporter who basically was Cianci's producer. Boy, I I never heard, never heard uh, that person ask questions about Cianci. Never heard her ask the felon uh, what it was like in prison. Absolutely attacking. And then says, well, I have a friend who's been there for 30 years. How did you get on Fox and Friends? I didn't see your story on Channel 6. How is, is if Channel 6 is the arbor of this thing? How did you get on there? You must be part of a secret society that somehow is trying to take over. And otherwise, we would have read about you on Channel 6. I mean, what is just absolutely appalling? And I'm sure the cackle that, oh, it's gender, it's people after me, you know, always. You know, the title of her book should be Living Life as a Victim, which is you just go through really no clue what they're doing. And then if anyone criticizes, would you post, you post, everyone listen to this. And then people say, what was that all about? Oh, I'm a victim. Oh, you're just attacking me. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. Folks, right now at uh, 1252, by the way, President Trump spoke over the weekend. We're going to talk about that. And also a big blockbuster that's on the website, petro.com. Uh, folks, about the arson investigation into uh, Speaker Sakachi's office. Check it out at the website, petro.com, which is written by Soul Source Restoration. Call Mike CP, free quote, 712-2700, 401-712-2700, le Soul Source Restoration. They clean, disinfect residential and commercial properties. Online, S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration.com. I, um... 
I, I can't, I just couldn't believe that interview that I heard. And the fact that they would highlight that or think that that is just like the most bogus thing I've ever heard of someone demanding. I demand to know this is a secret organization that you're part of. Maybe it's Skull and Bones uh, that, you know, this is the you're part of a secret organization that got you on Fox and Fr- I mean, it's, it's absolutely embarrassing. Holy cow. So that's what it sounds like if Roseanne ever got a got a talk show. Hey, folks, right now at 1253 on this Monday, I want to speak out if you're listening and you were in an auto accident or a motorcycle accident or slip and fall or workplace injury or domestic abuse or dog bite. Folks, pick up the phone. You need a fighter. As we say, fight back. Call Jack. Attorney Jack Calvino, 785-9400, 785-9400, or online, fightbackcalljack.com. Listen, you need a fighter. You need someone. It would be great if if you were injured and the insurance company said, we're going to give you what you're entitled to. It just, I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way. So why not go with someone 50 years personal experience with personal injury law, 100 years total combined experience with the staff. Call, fight back, call Jack, auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, domestic abuse or dog bite, free consultation, 401-785-9400. Now, it's Monday, it's 1254. If you were in an accident over the weekend, auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, fight back, call Jack, free consultation, 401-785-9400 or online, fightbackcalljack.com. You know, this whole business of, no, it's not a boy or a girl. Everybody has gender neutral um, pronouns. And let's start off every kindergarten kid get up and apologize to all the students in the class and trying to teach the kids, you know, your grandparents are racist and your parents are racist and you should apologize for being white. You know, this is, I don't care if it's AOC, I don't care if it's the extreme left, woke, the Tara Granahan crowd, that, well, you know, there's no such thing as gender. It, wrong. It's wrong. And if that's going to be taught in a public school, parents, taxpayers, the public has a right to know. That's South Kingstown. School committee. They should be ashamed of themselves. They owe that woman, they owe Nicole Solis an apology. And for her to agree and do a local radio and be rated by the white trash Granahan. How did, are you part of a secret club that got you on Fox and Friends? Because that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing you're part of a secret organization. And how dare you question what they're teaching down there? There is no such thing as gender. There's no such thing as little boys and little girls. Everybody's the same. And if you don't believe that, then you're a racist. If you don't believe young kids should stand up and apologize, if a little white boy, five years old white girl, can I say that? Yes, five years old, they should apologize and they need to realize that their parents and grandparents are a bunch of racists. And if you're against them, then that means you're a racist. And you didn't just get on Fox and Friends. You're part of a secret society. And we're, I mean, talk about, oh boy, Salty must be turning over in his grave. I mean, folks, it is the ultimate. 
That is just a moment in Rhode Island broadcast history and a low point. I've never, I was appalled listening to, and the fact that they posted, you think it'd be like impossible to find for all to hear. It's my show, and I'm very suspicious because Channel 6 didn't do a story on it. <laughs> my goodness. Oh. Just keep in mind, if the felon, rest in peace, was still alive, that person would still just be, uh, I don't know, answering the phone in some way. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you now. Listen, with all this heat plus all the rain we had, I mean, talk about just clueless. You want to get rid of the green stuff, uh, the mold, the mildew that's outside. You want to contact Bethel Softwash. Contact him today, 401-617-2585. 401-617-2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. Remember, great website. It's RhodeIslandSoftwashing.com. RhodeIslandSoftwashing.com. Bethel Certified Softwash. The before and after photos are tremendous. Jared's also on Facebook. It's Bethel Certified Softwash. Text him. You take a picture. Maybe it's your patio. Or maybe it's the side of your house or a fence or a deck. You take a photo of that. Text it to Jared. You get a free same-day text estimate. 401-617-2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. Boy, the cackle. Granahan, talk about being uh, in the pocket of the union. And I just, you know, as many people know, I mean, you can't get any lazier than think of this. This tells you all you need to know. There were 130 COVID briefings. And Lazy Cackle never, the babbler, never attended one. That is a certain level of laziness. So should we be surprised someone like that doesn't know of a website and an online presence called Legal Insurrection that has been around for a very long time? Well, I didn't see it on Channel 6. So therefore, it's not a real story. It's not a real story until I see it on Channel 6. Wow. That is just like another level of being parochial. And as Justin Katz said last hour, talk about narrow view. All right, folks, we have another full hour to go on the program. Good afternoon on this very warm Monday. It is. It's hot, but it's going to start to cool down the rest of the week. We have another hour to go. I'm going to tell you President Trump was uh, great over the weekend. You're going to see and hear a lot more from him. How about Kamala Harris for going to the border? We'll tell you about that. And also the latest on the arson investigation. Folks, bombshell regarding why the feds right now to date have not been involved. We'll tell you about that more. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Another The Power Hour is next. Leave it right here on the John DePietro Show.